Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Zach Beach. Thanks for being on the show, Zach. Hey, Whitney. I appreciate you having me on. Super grateful. Look forward to bringing some value to your audience. Yeah, I'm honored to have you on and as a guest. And Zach is with SmartRealEstateCoach.com, located in Newport, Rhode Island. At 25, he joined the family business, and he works alongside with his wife, Kayla, a brother-in-law, Nick, father-in-law, Chris, and a great support team. A successful real estate investor, completing over 100 deals in under three years, and he continues to buy and sell property without using his own cash credit or investor's money, co-authoring their second book coming out in early 2019, The New Rules of Real Estate. Give the listeners a little bit more about who you are, and let's jump in. Yeah, absolutely. So I like to always tell this story. So when I hopped out of college, I was a bartender and personal trainer. And the reason why I did that when I jumped out of college is because I had no idea what the heck I wanted to do. I just knew that I I wasn't going to go into the corporate world. So after about four years of doing that, I was burning the candle at both ends. I was serving drinks that night and waking up extremely early, training those exact same people. So obviously much wasn't getting done. And then my father-in-law, Chris, he started a, a real estate business. He's actually been in real estate for over 27 years now. So I just went to him and said, hey, I'm not sure if I'm going to like real estate as I know zero about it, but I figured it'd be better than this. So let's go ahead and try it. Dove on into the business and fast forward three years now. Uh, like you said, over 100 plus deals. Definitely got to give um, give my props to to my team, family team, as I definitely wouldn't be in the position without them and, uh, and our associates around the country who we buy and sell property with. So now, you know, we're doing well over 100 plus deals and counting now. Wow. So it's pretty incredible though. You know, you had these other jobs you were doing and, and just to make a, a massive switch, massive change like that to real estate. What was some way that you that like started educating yourself or what was a way, something that was very important to that big switch to, you know, help you to be as successful as you've been? Uh, I guess I really did just like jump off the cliff. But in the meantime, it took me about, say, three months. I was calling on properties. I was doing my bartending and personal training gigs. So I just added that in when I had some free time because why not? Just add something else in there. So, and then I started exactly what you said. I just started getting used to being on the phone, start learning the scripts, super important, start learning the foundational items, start educating myself, just like you said, and, and starting to get a feel of exactly what this real estate business was. And then as I continue to progress through that, I just, again, my family has been involved in real estate for a long time. So I just kind of let them guide me at the beginning. And then uh, as soon as I started to hit my stride, then I started doing a lot more things on my own. And that's what the progression has been now since all three of us are pretty much running. And that's why the business is constantly growing over time. So, I mean, essentially you had a built-in mentor. (laughs) Yes, I did. I got lucky. People always say that too. They're like, well, you had your father-in-law, he was your mentor. And so why should I pay to be a part of your coaching programs? Because you, you didn't have to pay for it. And I always crack up because you know how many people come and, and pay for our mentoring services, but then don't actually implement how many deals. That always cracks me up. So yes, I was extremely lucky to have a father-in-law who's been in the business a long time. It was just my job to take all that knowledge and actually put it to work. And I'm very grateful that I decided to make that happen. Was he your father-in-law when you started in real estate? Yeah, I've known my wife since middle school. We met in eighth grade Latin class. 
I just wonder if there was some pressure to perform there. If you... <laughs> of course. You married of course. yet. No, I was already married. I mean, pressure, it's, it's still a family business. So that's why I, I said at the beginning, it's we weren't sure if it was going to work, but hey, we might as well give it a try and see where it went. And things just naturally have fallen into place and, and just have naturally grown from there. You know, you mentioned you're learning the scripts, you're learning the business, you're jumping in. Obviously, you know, we talked about you having this built-in mentor and you mentioned people pay for mentoring, but they don't they don't perform. Nothing comes from that. And and so what was different from your experience with the mentor? I know it was family member, but still you've made it happen and now well respected in your all's niche. And tell me, like what what's difference from you to these other people who even pay for the mentoring? Yeah, I think it has to start with like the very small habits that you have to develop in order to start implementing, especially a new business. I didn't really have a choice either. It was (laughs) as soon as I kind of cut off my bartending gig and my personal training, I said, hey, I'm going all in here. I kind of burnt the ships like Cortez. So I had to learn these habits in order to progress forward in order to put a paycheck on the table. It's fantastic. I joined a family business, but we all only get paid if we do deals. And that's how every single person should look at it. I think what, what the problem is, is a lot of people will come in, they're working in, uh, say, a corporate position. They're starting to just dabble in real estate. They're like, hey, one day I want to be self-employed, entrepreneur in real estate. Uh, but they haven't fully made that commitment yet that like, hey, I'm going to one day actually chop this off. So it's easy to say, hey, I didn't reach my goals this week or I didn't develop the habits this week because I still have a paycheck coming in. And I think that was the difference. I had a clear set in my mind that like I had to make this happen compared to others that maybe don't have that, haven't drawn that line in the sand just yet. That's a really good point. Once you've burnt the bridges, once you've said, I mean, there's a big mind change, right? Mindset change when you have, when there's nowhere for you to turn back to. Oh, I 100% agree. As soon as uh, living on the fence is the most dangerous place. It's not making a decision one way or the other. You never fully become a real estate entrepreneur and you never fully leave your job. So you continue to complain about how your, your business isn't progressing. So you got to make the decision. And I always recommend that you set like a timeline or a dollar amount of when you decide to switch over to become full time. It's okay. Well, if I have X amount in the bank, then I'm making the leap and, and actually make that leap at that time. I like that. Set a, do- a timeline or dollar amount. So you, you have something you're looking forward to, you're working towards. And, and then also you can reverse engineer, right? You say, you know, to get to that point, this is what's going to have to happen. This is what I can be doing every month or every week and then every day, how I'm going to get there. But I liked how you, talk, how you said to you, it starts with the small habits. Do you have some examples of small habits that maybe changed or that from maybe some initial small habits to even to where you're at now? Yeah, I think every business has particular small habits, but I think really what it came down to was personal growth development for myself. And that's why I've been able to progress. And that's by when you've noticed a lot of our students and, and things like that, they progress once they start putting together these personal development habits. And this may sound extremely simple, but it was journaling, reading, and then being consistent with my mental health and my workouts. Because starting with workouts just in general, I need to have the energy or just being self-employed or any of us need to have the energy to sustain business growth. So that's where I, I would start there. And scripts would be after you've developed these kind of business developments. It's then learning how to talk to people as that's extremely foundational, whether you're raising capital like you do or speaking to sellers themselves. You really just have to be very good at your scripts in order to have a, a nice educated conversation to know which types of options you can present to people. 
Yeah, the journaling, reading, I mean, there's all the, the self-development and growth. That's great advice. Any tips on, like, the journaling method or maybe a miracle morning routine that you have developed to say this is really what works? I don't have a huge science behind anything. I literally have a journal. I would always start with or each and every morning when I was especially learning to journal. It's definitely originally starts as a task, right? Because you're like, oh, what the heck am I going to journal about? Then eventually it becomes like a necessity in, in your life. So I would just originally was writing down just like my thoughts and just getting out everything on paper, things that happened to me in the day, things that frustrated me, things that I was excited about. And then eventually I started writing like action items that I need to accomplish and other bigger ideas that I may table for now, but in the future, I'll go back and take a look at it. So after I've journaled, now I started putting sticky notes in too, to revert back to. So it really became like a working document for me as I started progressing my journaling. So you're finding that you're journaling things that are that are valuable also, I mean, that you need to be able to go back and find that are going to be useful in the future. That's, are you using any kind of specific journal or is it just blank paper? No, just whatever. Usually I'll get them for like Christmas or my birthday or something like that. So wherever anybody wants to buy me, I always, this is just me, but I really like a nice pen and like a nice thick journal. It just makes makes writing in it a, a lot more fun. What about reading? How much, as far as when you started learning this industry, you're probably reading a lot. Any specific books or any reading habits that you've developed that you've been able to continue? Well, the best thing about technology nowadays is you can, what we call read, right? But you're, you're listening to audibles, which has been extremely impactful on my life. So now I've been able to, I used to be able to like, so I started by like reading a book a month. And then now I have a, a young child. So uh, he's 18 months. So now listening to audibles is a heck of a lot more easier. So I used to can get through like one to two audibles a month and, and one book reading. Because uh, I, I do still like to physically touch the book. I'm not big on um, out of the digital books uh, yet, but maybe one day. As far as books that got me started, I would say You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor was a, a huge book that really got me into the personal development world. And then I 100% relate any of my successes to do with, with personal development because as soon as you start developing yourself, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do, whether it's real estate or anything else you'd have to have that personal development foundation. In that book, you said You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor? Yep. Uh, I think it's like his one of his original books. Uh, I, think it's like, <laughs> I think he wrote it back in like the 80s. What was it in that book that really just helped you think differently or to push towards this goal? Yeah, so I, I mean, I come from a, a single mother, not from loving family, but not a wealthy family whatsoever. So I have a lot of wealth paradigms that you know come with baggage. I guess those the, that's my baggage that I was born into the world with. So you were born with, rich had a lot of like paradigm shifts on how to think about wealth and, and capital and, and money. So that just really made that shift because I mean, why, at least my reason for developing, especially at the beginning, working on my personal development was I wanted to make more money. So you can never make more money past what your actual ceiling is. I think T. Harv Eker talks about like your wealth ceiling. So I wanted to increase my wealth ceiling. That was my number one reason. It wasn't to be a better person or anything at that time. I just want to increase my wealth. Luckily, I've gotten these other benefits and I start to realize there's a lot more to life than just wealth. But in that book, just really helped me shift my mind around uh, making more money. Cool. And you know, I know you're coaching lots of people in real estate and old and young we talked about and how with old or young, they, they respect you because you're what you've done in such a short amount of time and how educated you are now and, and just the success you've had. 
But what's the biggest thing that you find are holding them people back? What's holding them back from success and moving forward? Yeah, I think we just continue this conversation with what we've been talking about. It's yeah, it's the six inches between your ears. It depends how big your head is, but let's say it's just six <laughs> inches between your ears. It's all mindset. It really is. You know, because we teach people how to buy and sell real estate without using your own cash, credit, or investor's money. It, it's on terms, you know, lease options, owner financing, subject to deals. So a lot of it is kind of getting over these paradigms that people have associated with buying property, especially by just having conversations with people. It's really, you're putting together contracts. So that mindset that, yeah, there's no sellers out there that can actually do it. There's no buyers that will actually qualify and buy a, a property through a rent-to-own program. There's no way that I can actually build a real estate business. And then all the other basic ones that stick with like, I'm not worthy and, and uh, every other paradigm that's out there. So it's definitely all mindset. As soon as we can get somebody over the mindset into a positive frame of mind and into a place where they can be successful and truly believe it inside not only their heart, but in their mind, their business takes off. It's immediate. It's amazing how the light just turns on. And it's not because they didn't understand how the business worked. It was because all of a sudden they became in alignment with what they're trying to accomplish. Hmm. They have some faith, right? They, they had some belief that this system will work yeah, and jumping in. And so tell us a little about that model, though, about the business model, how you all are buying real estate. Yeah. So we buy property on terms, as I, I kind of alluded to. And that's when we say terms, talk about lease options is one way, buy and sell on, on owner financing which could be done. It's actually done a lot in the commercial world, but we do it a lot in uh, single family homes and then buying property subject to the existing loan, which means that you'll close on it, take title, but there's pre-existing financing still stays on the property. So that the mortgage is not eliminated until it's officially cashed out in the future. So we're able to buy and sell these properties without our own cash credit or asking investors for money. Okay. And how are you finding these deals? Yeah. So we primarily focus on single family homes. So we find a lot of them on uh, so expired listings. So properties that were on the market before, and then they expired for sale by owner homes, for rent by owners are fantastic. And then we'll do some other lists, such as some very direct mailing associated, especially with like free and clear properties if we want to take title on a home. So we do some direct mails as well. And how are you finding your list? Where do you get your list? Yeah, we have a, a simple service or um, a database online. You can, there's a couple of them. So like my plus leads is what we use, but uh, the Red X is another one. I know there's a couple of them, uh, other ones out there, but they all give you access. Even if you don't have your real estate license to all the expired listings, the withdrawn listings, the canceled listings, and the for sale by owner and the for rent by owners. So really simple. We're fishing in the same pond as majority of the traditional investors are. And when I say traditional investors, people that are fixing, flipping or wholesaling in the single family home market. And, and we're just looking for completely different sellers and buyers than other people. So it's really an untapped niche. Wow. So what's the biggest issue that, that people have when, when contacting a seller in this niche? Yeah. It just say it's not knowing what to say or not knowing what information to get. So we're buying and selling with a lease option or owner financing. So we want to know like the finances on the property. And I think that's very hard for people to ask when you first get involved in a business. It's, hey, do you have a mortgage on your property? Or how much is that mortgage? Or what are the taxes and the insurance on the property? Because you're really trying to find out the finances on it to make sure that it's a good deal for you to buy. Because you want to make sure that you're going to be able to be able to sell the property at a higher price. You're going to make sure that you can cash flow it, getting a nice spread every month. 
And then you want to make sure that when the property actually does cash out in the future, that you're getting either some nice principal pay down on it and you're able to create nice uh, back-end profits. As I kind of just alluded to, we get three paydays on those. So the non-refundable deposit we collect from a buyer, the cash flow that we get every month, and then the principal pay down in the additional premium when it actually gets sold. So three paydays, you, you create some some amazing profits on these single family homes. And what's a way that, you, that you've recently improved your business that we could all apply to ours? Hmm, that's a great question. I think it always comes down to systemizing everything. It's We're a family business. So at the beginning, when we were, before we started growing, we were able to kind of read each other's mind in a way because we're always together. So the systems weren't always in place. But as you start to expand, as you start to include a more and more support team, the systems in the business really need to be improved. So I would always suggest that you take a vacation like every six months and don't be available on the phone and see what happens with your business. Because you're going to find out right away like where the kinks are. And then when you come back, you figure out a system around where those kinks are. Because really, if, if you're talking about any business, the systems and the people that, that work the systems are the two major factors there. So if you can create good systems and have great people, you can have a really big growth in your business and have a really sustainable business. But also it could be sold in the future as well if, if you so choose to sell your business. But th- that, those are definitely things people are going to look at as, as being investors to potentially buy your business. Some great advice. The systems and, and great people. Yeah, you're never going to sell your business if you don't have great people and systems where you can walk away, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and going on a vacation and seeing how the business operates. So you've had some, I mean, success. You really dove in, like we talked about, and just burned the bridge and covered a lot of ground. You're coaching people now. And what's the one thing that's contributed to that success uh, or maybe something that we haven't already covered that, that you would relate to just being this successful? I mean, I thank you. I, I appreciate calling me successful. I think that there's, there's a, I'm a long way from where I truly want to be. But I think if you really want to increase your success, then it is teaching people. Because even if you don't fully grasp everything, if you have like a family member or somebody that you want to tell about what you're doing, I highly recommend you do so. Because if you're going to teach somebody, you have to absolutely internalize the knowledge and implementation of what you're going through in order to teach somebody. So I think that's the reason why I've been able to make some big leaps in my life over the last three years is because not only did I have to know how to do it, but I also had to be able to teach somebody how to do it as well. So if you really want to internalize something, then I would just start teaching somebody about it as well. Great advice as well. And, and how do you like to give back? Yeah, so we give back. I get back to one place and then my family gives back to it another place as well. So my uh, brother-in-law, Nick, actually got into a bad snowboarding accident when we were young. Wasn't sure if he was going to learn how to... Actually, the doctor told me he wasn't going to walk, talk, or eat again, but he now works with us and and is doing absolutely fantastic. So Franciscan's Children's Hospital is where he went. So we give a piece of all of our deals that we make, Franciscan's Children's Hospital, and, and my family's been doing that for a long time now. And then I also give back to the Purple Project, which is Chris Heron, he used to be a ex-Boston Celtic. And a lot of my family and friends have gone through bad drug problems, including myself. So he has a big foundation that helps support people that are going through addiction and things like that. So I give a piece as well to uh, the Purple Project. So I appreciate you sharing that. That sounds like a great opportunity to be able to give to and, and doing some great things. And t- Zach, tell the listeners how they can learn more about you, get in touch with you, and tell them about your book as well. 
Yes, when we do this, I'll, we are going to give away our free Amazon bestselling book because our new book is not available on Amazon just yet, not till May 14th. So we'll give you our Amazon bestselling book, Real Estate on Your Terms. You'll be able to find out a heck of a lot about what we do and our family business as well. And you can get that from freesrecbook.com. That's F-R-E-E-S-R-E-C-book.com. It stands for Free Smart Real Estate Coach book.com. Go ahead. Absolutely free. We won't make you pay for shipping or handling 100% on us. You just have to give us your address. And then once you guys get that book, we will definitely give you the notification upon when we go live with our new book, real estate, the new rules of real estate. And you guys will be able to get that book as well. So get reading. (laughs) That's right. And as you've explained, I mean, it's an important part of any kind of entrepreneur's Daily routine should be anyway, right? And being successful. I really appreciate you putting that offer out to the listeners. There's, as a listener, I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't take advantage of that, right? Of a free book. So I hope you'll reach out to Zach and their team and, and get the free book. I also hope you'll go to LifeBridge Capital and connect with me and uh, go to our Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show, so we can all learn from experts like Zach and, and grow our businesses like he has and, and just jump in and make this happen. And so we will talk to each of you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.